Welcome to the podcast. Oh, are we doing podcasts? Uh, yes. Welcome. I to mean, the podcast. why not? Okay. My my Peruvian yeah. friend, um, she's so gorgeous. Hi, Carla, if you're listening. And oh. when we first met, um, I met her when I was living in Canada, and so was she. And I was I used to say to her, "I love you heaps and heaps." Like I just I love uh-huh. you heaps, and I would always tell her I love her heaps and heaps. And then when I moved back away, she started texting me and I would get texts that say, I love you hips and hips <laughs> because she just didn't realise what we were saying the whole time. Wow. And so I get, I'm like, I love you hips and hips. And I've never met anyone from Peruvia. I love that. Oh, yeah, from Nobody's Peru- ever met anyone from Peruvia. Because it's not a place. Um, I still think it's a thing. But even it's not even, it wasn't even that she's, uh, that she's from Peru. It is that in Canada, they don't use the word heaps. It's a oh, very strange thing. They, they don't. And, and I tell you, I found out straight away when I get off the plane because I uh, there'd been a flight delay from Chicago to Canada, to Toronto, and we'd sat on the tarmac and we were four hours late. Yep. And so when I got out of the airport, I didn't you know. You are there? Sorry. That was, that was just sigh. the biggest <laughs> sigh I've ever heard no, no, no. when you're trying to that tell this story. That was me exhaling, and then I realized my nostril was, was right in the microphone. Wow. as fuck I'm, exhale. Wow. I'm so people glad. are just saying, why don't you shut up, Kimber, and just <laughs> No. Jesus. I didn't need to hear your life story. Wow. I looked over at Pete and thought it was you, and then I realized Kimber was talking, and it wasn't me. And then I realized I looked over at Rami, and Rami looked at me with his eyes open. My nostril was too close to the microphone. so unusual for Rami to do. Derail the podcast. Sorry, hang, guys. Hang on a sec. <laughs> anyway, um, oh, sorry. Wait, the big boss. We got a new big boss. Hey, boss, boss. Hey, hey boss, boss. boss. We're just recording our podcast. Are you? Yes. Welcome. Hello, Pookie. I hope there's a spare mic. Background voice. The background voice. What's the dog? What's the dog's name again? Hilarious. Roof. Roof. Actually, I loved the the spot that you're. Oh, there it is. The dog is here. Um, the spot that you did together this morning, what is that, 20 to 7? Oh, oh, yeah. oh we're getting, this, this is feedback on the podcast. Are you kidding this me? This is legitimate boss feedback no, on the podcast. It was the it chip was the one. The chip oh, 20 to 7. Yes, yes. yes. Good <laughs> well, times. It's well, funny. Should we resume the podcast then? Well, or? it's funny he mentions that because I've actually got around and done something with the office this morning. For the podcast, and that's what the montage is up there for you, Pete, to play. Oh, here oh, we, we go. Have a montage to play. This is going to okay. be a we love cheese and onion chat. Right. You watch. Yeah, here we go. No, it's <laughs> actually not. Yeah. I went around and asked everyone in the office who's here this that, that early what their favorite potato chip flavor is to make you guys feel a bit better. Okay, here, have a listen. What's your favorite potato chip flavor? Salt vinegar. Sour cream and chives. Ooh. What's your favorite potato chip flavor? Oh, cheese and cheese and onion. Yeah, mm. best flavor. Sandboy barbecue. Very specific. <laughs> I'm so sorry to interrupt. What's your favourite potato chip flavour? Um, oh God. The, the, the red rock jelly, sweet chilli ones. Salt and vinegar for sure. Salt and vinegar. Um, can I just say? Yes. I am such an advocate of the Sandboy barbecue. That is 100% world class. Mm. It used World be- class. Mm. Like, yeah. <laughs> Kimber's reactions, I like that one. I don't like barbecue anything, but I think it comes down to anything that they throw on that has that kind of paprika flavour. Yeah. It yeah. just tastes like meat. Do you remember- I don't like anything that's smoked. I don't well, like anything that tastes meaty. So We're such a, a juxtaposition. Given. We really are. Because yeah. all I eat is meat. Do if it remember? doesn't have paprika on it, what a waste of time. <laughs> what a waste of time. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> oh, what's your favourite chip, boss? 
Um, when you were talking about it this morning, I was thinking of uh, Doritos. Doritos, oh. Oh. Yeah, Doritos, man. Got to be, got to be. stop eating. Them. It's I, hard yeah, to go past a cheese supreme. I yeah. can't eat Doritos in public or with anyone around me because the way I eat them is very disgusting. Admittedly, but I can't eat them out of the way. I lick all the first. Yeah. I lick. You lick, and I moisten them until <laughs> all the flavor's gone. Then I bite the chip. The fuck are you? Seriously, <laughs> like every day we just we learn something <laughs> no, about you that just. Like, I did an entire segment on the show last year about bringing back the word moist and owning the word moist <laughs> because I'm I'm sick of people thinking it's a bad word and it is the only good way to describe cake. Yeah. How dare you use <laughs> the word moist when describing a corn chip? Like they're meant to be the crispiest, freshest thing you can get. I love how they're moist and just crumble in your mouth and the flavouring's already there. <laughs> Mate, that's not crumbling, it's melting. Mm. Sorry, you got to use the word moist. We're going to have to bleep that. <laughs> There we go. Uh, we do podcasts. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, um, we talked about the best potato chip flavour. You'll see where all that stemmed from. Yeah. Uh, we And uh, an update on, on me wrestling. You're yeah. doing a great very job. Well Thank you I mean, very much. I don't know where you're going to take it, but. And please go jump on our Instagram page and check out the action from last night because Pete, you did incredibly Thank you. well. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Incredibly well. Yeah. Yeah. No, um, we played You're Kidding Me. Dead. Rami filled in for Matt and smashed it out of the park. <laughs> Tried. <laughs> Right. Um, you had that fun phoner about what Megan Trainer. What do you not want your kids to find out? We got so many calls. Because we are all walking contradictions of ourselves when we have our own kids and they hit a certain age where they start doing the stupid shit that we all got up to back yeah. in the day. Mm. Except now they've got cameras and things like that that we got, av- we got away with stuff. There yeah. are some things at uni, <laughs> I swear to God. Uh, and also, stay out of bedroom... Number seven at Nangabush Camp. I'm just oh, say. I'm going there on the weekend. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I have a wedding there on the weekend. Really? <laughs> oh my god! I hope you're in that room. Jeez, go and have a look at the, if the dent is still in the wall. Um, oh god, also, I, I just love it when Pete pretends that the commerce kids at Curtin were so rambunctious that yeah. they were getting up. We to were. Crack. You did commerce. Commerce was a nice, it was just a nanny way of getting together and doing stupid shit. <laughs> Um, and we wrapped the Oscars. A nice little cover off on the Oscars. There was some lovely tear jerking moments. Yeah, it was nice. Um, all right, thanks, fam. Enjoy have the a, podcast. podcast. Love you. Bye. Ta-ta. Pete, Matt, and Kimber. Rami, the producer, and Kerry, the producer, are in the studio this morning. Are we doing the podcast? The show finished already. We're doing the podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. starting yeah. early this morning. We <laughs> do do a podcast with everybody in the studio, which you'll hear later on on uh, the listener app, Pete Madden Kimber Podcast. You should listen to it. They, these two are very entertaining. Extra bits. I'm sorry if you hear it in advance. <laughs> <laughs> the ongoing joke in the team is that producer Rami normally says something really inappropriate that either needs to be cut from the podcast or bleeped. we bleep it out. Most of them you won't hear because we do cut them out. All yeah. right, Kimba, hit us. Well, look, today is National Chip Day, um, Potato Chip Day. We've got our Roadrunners out giving out chips. And I thought, well, let's just get one thing out the way okay. so that there's no confusion moving forward. Yep. I think we need to discuss what we all know is the best chip flavour that ever so existed. Not, not oh. the only one this morning, and there is only one. There is one outstanding chip flavour that you know when you go to the shops and you think, we're going to have a party, we've got people coming over, what's the chip that's going to please everybody? Agreed. You know which bag to grab. Right. Now, um, right? Uh, how are we doing this? I think we're going to do it, like, because, uh, you know, so that we're, no one's exposed, well, they will be. We're going to go three, two, one, boom. Okay. And then on that, 
on the after three, two, one, we'll you're going to say we're, pro- we're all going to say the same thing <laughs> because it's universally the greatest flavor chip. Of course. So we're all just going to do that and see what happens. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Look, this is so fired up. Somebody's already calling. Okay. All right. <laughs> all right. Okay. The yeah. best potato chip flavor going around. Yep. Three, two, one. Cheese and onion. What? what? You Jesus. monster! Cheese and onion. Wait, understand? Who bud. are you? Wait, did you all say salt and vinegar chips? Wait, let's do it wait, again. I'm sorry, wait, Kerry. Did you say salt and vinegar? I said salt and vinegar chips. I no. said salt and vinegar. I said salt and vinegar. Everyone oh, knows S and V's. You said cheese and onion. Cheese and I love onion. cheese and onion. What? <laughs> cheese and onion, you only get those if like they were a dollar eighty seven a bag and they no. were the only ones left on the shelf. I get the sweats when I eat salt and vinegar chips. Oh my god. If cheese and onion was on fire, I wouldn't <laughs> pee on it, mate. That's disgusting. If you turned up Absolutely to a party disgusting. and the first the thing with chips is that people when you put them in a bowl, other people don't know what they're getting. You just mm. take the risk. You just put your hand in. Yeah. If someone put their hand in and had a cheese and onion chip, I would be like, how did this happen? Oh, I wouldn't associate with that person for the rest of the party. <laughs> oh, God. I don't want to know them. I never knew this was a thing. I love cheese. But there's some no. other flavours that I would understand. Like, barbecue, I'd understand if you said that. Yeah, barbecue's sure. pretty good. Even classic. If you just want to go to classic salt, I'd understand that. <laughs> Cheese and onion, man. What is going on? I can't believe you said cheese. Do you want anybody else who can uh, like back me up or ba- back him in I on cheese look, and onion, look, or just favourite? I don't chip know. Like? I mean, either or. If you're either backing Rami on cheese and onion, sure. Or if you think that this is worth being contentious over, let us know. But I think we all know salt and vinegar is universally the best no. chip. There well, is. let's let's keep it open to best flavour, right? And just see we, because if we do back Rami in with cheese and onion, no one's going to call, and we need people. <laughs> to call. Okay, let's go to the wheel of callers. All right, let's see. Just real quick fire. Ready? Okay. Chantelle in Wellard, best potato chip flavour. Cheese and onion all oh, the way. Oh, oh my goodness. God. Huh? Okay. Julie in Rolly Stone. Cheese and onion. <laughs> joking, Julie. <laughs> Come on, this is a setup. Yeah. Brett in Armadale. Hello, Brett. Yeah. Cheese and onion all the way. Oh my God, Brett. <laughs> what's is that? This, <laughs> this is a setup. Adrian in Bayswater. Mate, what's your favourite chip flavour? I'm with Rami, cheese and onion, baby. <laughs> I'm with Rami. That's that is not something we hear often. <laughs> That's I'm with Rami. Tyron in, Tyra in Pamelia. Yeah, cheese and onion all the way, oh mate. Oh my God. What's going what's on? Hell? This, is, this is what happens when you challenge people. No, cheese and onion is not the best flavour. Um, Cheryl in Baldivis, come through for us, darling. What is the best chip flavour? Sorry, guys, I'm with Rami. It's cheese and onion, baby. <laughs> oh, my God. These people all need to have a party together. Let's got to have one. Daniel in Wandy. Good morning, mate. What's your favourite chip flavour? Mate, cheese and onion for sure. Oh, my God, <laughs> Daniel. This, uh, look, producer Rami and producer Karen have put the calls together. Yeah. So we can't trust that there weren't Karen, S&V lovers in there. Did you take any of those calls or were they all Rami? I did take a few of those calls. One right. one more call. Is okay, there got... anyone outside of cheese? And we got one more caller. Who have we got? Phyllis in Midland. Good morning, Phyllis. What's your favourite one? Favourite chip? Salt and vinegar. Oh, oh thank you. Phyllis. Oh, thank Phyllis, God. you saved the day. We were getting really worried. And, that, and Rami would have come in tomorrow with a shirt saying, I'm with Rami. <laughs> We would never heard the end of it. Look, if this has raised any concerns for you or feelings of unrest, you can text us. We have a text line. We'll take your text all morning about, um, look, Greg the Truckie has written in. He says he's also cheese and onion. Someone else has said, I'm 100% with Rami, cheese and onion, but only if they're Smiths. 
Okay, so a particular type of... Oh, what? Do you think that's a good thing? Right? Yes, agreed. Yeah. Only Smith's is an onion. Okay. Oh, right. wow. It was Oscars Day yesterday. The 95th Oscars. And I'll tell you why. It was a tearjerker. And we'll get to the reasons why in just a moment. Um, but can we start with Jimmy Kimmel? Yeah. Please, because he's he's sort of had Twitter blowing up, which is not unusual. I mean, it's every day that Twitter sort of blows up. Oh, but Twitter yesterday was at its worst. It I've was. never seen such division across people, everybody looking for, uh, trying to attack everybody. And Jimmy Kimmel, this is his third time hosting. He yeah. knows what he's doing. And uh, look, of course, this is the show of the, probably the most infamous thing to go down in the history of any of these award shows, which was the Will Smith slap last year on Chris Rock. Mm-hmm. Take a listen. We have strict policies in place. If anyone in this theater commits an act of violence at any point during the show, you will be awarded the Oscar for Best Actor <laughs> and permitted to give a 19-minute long speech. I didn't mind it. No. I didn't mind at it. At least he called it an assault, which is what it was. Right. Now, the uh, the thing that people aren't all too happy about, Mm -hmm. is him having a chat to Malala, who was in the audience. Now, Malala, if you don't know, she's the world's youngest Nobel Prize laureate. Mm -hmm. She was awarded the Nobel Prize when she was just 17. She's a Pakistani advocate, basically. And look, I could spend all day telling you about how amazing she is, the things she's done for the world. Google it, you can catch up. But take a listen to this. Work on human rights and education for women and children is an inspiration. As the youngest Nobel Prize winner in history, I was wondering, do you think Harry Styles spit on Chris Pine? I only talk about peace. You know what? That's why you're Malala and nobody else is. Now, Jimmy Kimmel was reading questions from the audience. It was a viewer's question. Right, a viewer's question. And uh, great uh, response there by Malala. I mean, really, was that something to get upset about? I don't think it was all that I mean, it was bad. probably a waste of everyone's time, but go her. What it's an, an awesome, show. like, I only speak about peace. What a legend. Mm. Um, now, hit us with the good stuff, the oh. real tear ter- I mean, look, stuff. I was happy to see Brendan Fraser took out Best Actor for his role in The Whale. It was a very confronting film. I saw it and went, Ugh. and he did a great job. And also, after such a long career, Brendan Fraser had been an actor, a young actor, and then had had a situation as well in Hollywood where he claimed he had been sexually assaulted. Mm. He came out and told people about that, and it kind of destroyed his career in Hollywood. Yeah, we haven't heard from him for years, have yeah, we? Yeah, so this was a resurgence, and he came back, and from my generation, I loved him in Encino Man, and we talked yesterday about how Encino Man was just such a classic film growing up and an absolute cult classic. So I was thrilled when someone who was also acting beside him in Encino Man, Kihui Kwa, won Best Supporting Actor for his role in Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. And Ki Huey Kwan's uh, response and his speech was gorgeous. My mom is 84 years old and she's at home watching. Mom, I just won an Oscar. Oh, stop it. She is right. Oh, God. And, and look, and Brendan Fraser, much the same. Started in this business 30 years ago, and things they didn't come easily to me. I just want to say thank you for this acknowledgement. You know, just beautiful. Yeah, yeah, absolutely beautiful. The the incredible story about Key Huey Kwan. uh, Go and check it out. Is that he hadn't acted for 30 years, and uh, (laughs) then these days, because you know we're a little bit more open about what sort of movies we're watching and acting in, and so on and so forth. um, He was seen on a meme. 
by the guys who were putting together everything everywhere all at once. And gave him an opportunity. And there he's, he's got the Oscar 30 years down the track. So and awesome stuff. Performances from Lady Gaga, Rihanna, like big night. And mm. thankfully, no assaults went down. <laughs> Great job, guys. Pretty clean. Hello, Ryan, the producer. You kidding me? Oh, welcome aboard. Hello. Maddie's off sick today, so Rami, you need to fill in because you kidding me cannot be stopped. I'm sorry in advance, Ooh. Matt, because last time I tried playing this, I lost yeah. miserably, yeah. horribly, absolutely horribly. horribly. Uh, uh, Kara, the producer, bring forth the years carrot. Thank you. <laughs> He's coming with a whip. Hang on, a whip and chips. A whip and chips. On what National chips did he bring you? Chip date. My favourite Red Rock Deli. Oh, no. That's not a sponsorship plug, by the way. No, but it could be. Ooh, that was Red nice. Rock. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you very much, Karen. Thank you, Karen. Yummy. <laughs> and I'm talking about Karen. <laughs> All right, here's how this works, okay? We've got three different montages from three different years. You can play along listening right now. You guys have to listen to the montages made up of songs, music, moments in time, movie quotes, whatever. Close to the pin, best of three, guessing the years wins. Are we ready? Yes. Here we go. You get a fast car. Ooh. I want a ticket to anywhere. Maybe we make a deal. This is the tale of an up-and-coming movie star named Roger Rabbit and a down-and-out private detective. Closer each day, home and away. Whoa. Okay. Ooh. This is a complete guess. This do you, is a do you tough have one. do you have questions about that particular last? Well, I'm guessing it would be the time that Home and Away started. Oh, nice one. And you know what is frustrating is I watched a show yesterday about like it was like a doco about the Simpsons and creating that sort of stuff, and it talked about Roger Ra- about Roger Rabbit, Roger Rabbit, and I remember going, God, that was a long time ago, and I should have looked up when it was. Geez, that must be frustrating. And this is showing my this is showing my age, but that song I know the latest cover. Which was released like what five? Six a fast car, ago. Tracy yeah. Chapman. And mm. then I realised that that wasn't a ori- oh. wasn't an original. Look, I could you do some maths for me, Pete? Go on. Could you go back thirty six years? Thirty six years. Oh well, that would be nineteen eighty six. Okay, I'm locking in nineteen eighty six. Nineteen eighty six. Because I was born eighty five and I'm thirty seven this year. All okay. right, you're going nineteen eighty six. Rami's nineteen eighty. Oh, Rami. You might do this. 1980. You might do it. Incorrect. Um, (laughs) Damn it. Timber, 1988. So close to the pin. You get the first one. Here's the second. The devastating impact of Cyclone George, the deadliest cyclone to hit the state in 12 years. My name is Optimus Prime. We are autonomous robotic organisms from the planet Cybertron. Wow. That's a tough one. Gee, Kerrod's good at putting these together. I don't, I mean, I'm embarrassed to say I don't remember Cyclone George. Give me working out. Let's go. Um, But Um, Keith Leiden and Transformers, God, they all feel like they're from a different era each. I think I just finished university when that song came out. Mm -hmm. So I'm going roughly 10 years back. Roughly 10 years back. Roughly. Okay. okay, all right. I'm going to go. Show me your years. Come on. Okay, sorry. Um, wait. Garami. I'm going to go. No, I'm going to go. I'm really pulling this from nowhere, yeah. actually. I've gone 2006. What did you go? Oh, 2010. Oh, my goodness. Are we way off? 2006 for Kimber, 2010 for Rami. Transformers, Bleeding Love, Cyclone George in Port Hedland. There's been a lot of cyclones. 
Oh. What's the answer? <laughs> Tell me. Put me out of my misery. I'm stressing out. There's no pressure. You're playing for Matt and he will, last time you let him down, right? Yes. Yeah. So there yeah. is pressure. Yeah. Mm. It's just great to say, if anything, that you're consistent. It was 2007, oh. Kimber. Oh, yeah. Sorry, Maddie. Put another point up Ooh. there for Casey. Uh, Kara, the producer, thank you very much. There we go. That's I'm not competitive, but I do like that. That it is quite a fun surprise when you get something right. <laughs> it doesn't happen often. Said like a true competitive person. Hey, <laughs> uh, just in case you've been following along or have been following along, I've sort of stumbled into a bit of a WWE wrestling journey. Sort what of. Have you stumbled into it. Well, I'll tell you what. Here's the story so far. I made a joke to Rami and Kerry a couple of weeks ago, and I said, "Oh, next time you hear Pete talking about this." You should start recording him. I want The Rock. Guys, Pete wants The Rock. I met him before, and he's the nicest you guy. Did. What do you mean you met him? You met The Rock? I interviewed The Rock on the red carpet once. This is the thing, right? People don't get it. The Rock was <laughs> the superstar of the Attitude Era. This was the the best storylines wrestling ever had. There is only one way the guys are ever going to get you The Rock, and that is if you become a wrestler. We got a text message from the guys out at EPW. The local wrestling mob. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Dale on the phone from EPW in Malaga. Good morning, Dale. I was listening to your absolute obsession with The Rock <laughs> and, uh, and with wrestling. It's an addiction. Um, an invitation to the EPW School of Pro Wrestling training facility. Whoa! Come and learn and train and do some wrestling. Yeah. Maybe we'll teach you the art of pro wrestling. Maybe we'll train you to become a wrestler. Who knows? Yeah, who knows? Well, uh, I know because I'm waking up a little bit sore this morning. You went? I went out there and I had a go. And I tell you what, it was just, it was phenomenal. It was euphoric. Yeah? Right? Walking into the hallowed halls of EPW and seeing the ring. I've never stepped foot in a ring before. Okay. And then I looked up, and there was this guy who goes by the name of Kane, and he's built like oh, nothing I've ever he's seen. He's the guy you showed me the photo yes. of. Yes. He's, he's massive. He's just a solid wall of muscle. Yep. Uh, and I was there with a whole group of people, and we got stuck in. Started with a bit of stretching. I just can't get over what these people can do with their bodies. They're like contortionists. I'm literally in a group of contortionists right now. I'm just a brick. I'm just sort of looking around. I haven't stretched for 20 years, Kimber. Were well, you just impressed by their stretching? I was so impressed wow. by their stretching. <laughs> it's going to be a big day. And then we got in and like we did all sorts of things. We jumped around. We had to take some, what they call break falls, which is throwing yourself around the ring and a jump over ropes and this, that and this the other. This is basically just the way you grew up with your friends. Yeah, and exactly. Your brother. Like um, it was just this. Except a lot tougher. How are you feeling? <sighs> I have done things. In the last hour, that I never thought I could do in my life. It is so much of it's mental, overcoming that mental state. But this is such a positive experience. So, I, I was did you say gassed. so much of this is mental? You sound like you're about to pass out. I'd say a lot of it was physical. Oh, that was only 15 minutes into the session. <laughs> <laughs> now, we're going to put the videos up uh, on socials, so keep an eye across socials. Was it fun, though? It was so much fun. I had an absolute ball, Good. and they, they did tell me a little bit about expectations. What changes can Pete expect in his body over the next week? Um, a lot of pain, like, yeah. And, um, yeah, he's... He'll get, he'll get some nice uh, muscular building from like just bouncing around, but mainly pain, a lot of pain, yeah. So pain, great. Over the next week, just from that one session, you're just going to feel... from that one feel... session, yep. 
Oh, great. Yeah. But anyway. Uh, well, that was fun. So At least you did it and you've had a go rock, and now guys. you can put it out of your, you know, it's on your bucket list. You go, yep, I've gone and done a session and I've been in a ring. Yep, that's it. Nice. Or is it? Oh, you're not going back. I might go back. You're not going to be able to go back. I feel good this morning. I might go back. <laughs> okay, wait till tomorrow because it's the day after the day after okay. that it hurts. We'll see. I might just go back. Pete, Matt and I was uh, heading home yesterday afternoon, KC, mm-hmm. and um, was listening to Carrie and Tommy. Yep. We were on the sh- uh, station every afternoon from three o'clock, and they were speaking with Megan Trainor. She's a superstar. And a shout out to Megan for putting that song in my head for four days straight <laughs> so far. Yeah, love made it. Made you look. Uh, and they got chatting about a podcast that Megan Trainer has. Is there something that you don't want your kids to ever know about? Like anything you've ever done? Of you're course. like, oh my God. <laughs> um, I do a podcast with my brother and we're kind of rated R on there and we talk about too many things. And it's a funny place that I'm like, no one needs to listen to this from my family, you know? Because <laughs> I'll start talking about like um, uh, my life or, or my. Fishers and oh, my brother wow. goes, <laughs> you know, with her brother. Yeah, now that that was that, <laughs> she that shares got me. that stuff with her brother. That got me. <laughs> um, but I heard a cheeky little question there from Carrie at the beginning, and which is the thing, one thing you hope your kids never find out. Oh, because you want to, parents, you're pretending to be something you're not because you're sort of like, you want to be seen, you want to be taken seriously, you All want to time. be authoritative, you don't want them to know that you did dumb stuff. I am absolutely terrified <laughs> of my kids getting their driver's licenses and then getting over the age of 18 and going out and uh, hanging out with mates and getting up to silly things because I know that when I'm standing there going, Make sure you're at home by 11 o'clock. And don't do those dumb things. Don't do those things. I did all of them. Of course you did. I did absolutely all of them. Do you know, it is quite a joy, though, when you find out your parents did something. Like, my parents, have, I've always thought, they're very cool, Brian and Christine. They're gorgeous people. Very cool. But um, every now and then you find out something. And my uncle, John, who was not really my uncle, but was dad's best friend, so yeah. he was like quite happy to like throw him in it. <laughs> said, oh, did I ever tell you about the time your dad and I went out and we all had a few too many frothies? And uh, dad made a bit of a mess of himself and uh, they were in the car on the way home and he was um, wanting to be sick and John said, well, wind down the window and he thought the window was down and started throwing up and it was inside the car yeah. and all over himself. And because he was such a mess, my uncle and friends thought it, we better clean him up before we take him home. So they took him to Lathlane Primary School. <laughs> You're joking. Took his clothes off and rinsed him off in the drink fountains. What? (laughs) Are you serious, Brian? Rinsed him off in the drink fountains and then took him home and pushed him through the bedroom window uh, naked and just left him there. And that is where my grandma found him in the morning. Lads, lads, (laughs) lads, 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 lads. And Uncle John telling me that story was the greatest thing ever. I think it's hysterical. It made me relate to my dad. Yeah. I felt like, yeah, he's one of us. Look, the reality is we've done things, haven't we? And I, look, you can remain anonymous. It's a safe space here. You know that. What's the one thing you hope your kids never find out about you? <laughs> but it's such a joy when they do. Yeah. And thanks, Brian. And thank you, Uncle John, for that absolute ripper. Got a great text from someone saying they found out that their dad went to jail in Calabria. Uh, at three tattooed dots on his knee and tats in the 1940s. Calabria. Yeah. Found out afterwards. In Italy. You're joking. Yeah. Uh, all right. Now, wow. we've, got, we've got some names here. Sharon in Armadale, good morning. What's the one thing you hope your kids never find out? 
Good morning. How are you guys? Good, good. Sharon. <laughs> That's good. Oh, look, when I was, uh, when my daughters, they're like 28 and 29 now, when they're about uh, one and two, I, um, I was a bit overweight, so I went to the doctors and got these tablets to help me lose weight. I won't say the name of them. Yep. And um, I didn't know. I was completely um, silly about what they would do. I just thought, they're going to help me lose weight. Yeah. I didn't realise that they were going to give me a little bit of energy. So I got these uh, colouring in books, um, and my daughters loved bananas and pyjamas. So I was colouring in all of these bananas and pyjamas <laughs> bitches for them and cutting them out of the book. I laminated them myself and stuck them all on their walls. So I was practically, while I was doing all this, I was off my face. <laughs> You're just <laughs> speeding out of your mind and doing the colouring in gigs. Brilliant. Okay, that's what we're after. <laughs> Sam in Rockingham, good morning to you, mate. The one thing you hope your kids never find out about you. Uh, I'd gone out for a night, obviously, at the pub with a, with a few friends for my birthday. Mm-hmm. Hadn't had a drink in a while, and um, obviously, end of the nights was shots. And my friends decided it would be a good idea to take me home, dump me in the front yard for my mother to find me peeing on myself in the morning. Oh, brilliant. What a dream. <laughs> shots. No, I've, I don't know a night that's ever like ended well with shots. I know. That's why I noticed that Sam said, and obviously the night ended with shots. Of course. Obviously. obviously. <laughs> um, this, this has to be a doozy because all we've got here is it's Bob. Oh, Bob. Uh, Bob, Bob might be on. anonymous. Morning, guys. How are you? Hey, Lewis? Bob. What have you done that you don't want your kids to find out? Uh, eighteen, nineteen, and um, back in the day when Rove Live was popular. When what was um, popular? Rove Live. Rove, Rove, oh, Rove. Channel 10. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. Yep. So I'm driving home from uh, the Royal Show. I want to hear that come down to Adventure World because um, there's a new ride launching. I was, oh, why not? Called down Adventure World, got in, there's a whole group of people just for Rove and launching the new ride. So we all got picked out, probably about 20 of us, and we're all standing there lining up and they do the live switch over to him. And then we all get told if we wanted to wear a live T-shirt to strip naked and jump on the ride. <laughs> you wanted that T-shirt, Next, didn't you, Bob? You better do, just like the John Wick tickets. I have to get onto this. Did you right? get? Did you so, get the T-shirt, Bob? I got the T-shirt. I only lost it. Um, this was a long time. This was twenty years ago. Yeah. And I only lost it about two years ago. I kept it still, silverfish oh. and everything. Oh. <laughs> Holes in it. I can't find it. But yeah, so anyway, next minute my mum's texting me from over in Melbourne going, why am I seeing my son naked on the front of a ride <laughs> on TV, national TV? Hey, Bob, just one and other the thing. Was, she was a politician at the time too. Oh, oh brilliant. What? One other thing, mate. What ride? Um, the Rampage. Okay, everybody avoid the Rampage from here on I in. Don't, I don't know. I, don't, I think it might have been sanitised or shut down now. Right, okay. So, yep. let's have a chat to Rove. He's a friend of the show. Let's ask him if we can get Bob a shirt. Great idea. We'll do that. Mix 94.5.